I'll tell you what, what a few weeks it's been uh, in the racing world as far as the controversy that we've seen starting with Alex Pillow and Chip Ganassi uh, and that saga. It's kind of it's also going on in Formula One. Uh, we've had some great racing action over the last couple of weeks from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway IRP Iowa about a week ago. We're going to dive into all of that. There's so much to talk about. Thank you for tuning in to the Tone of the Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246 if you're in the market for new flooring. Harley has you covered. He is local with over 20 years of experience here in Indianapolis. Give him a call today, 317-755-1246. Check out their social media channels as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and start with this. So it was a couple of people have asked, and, and, and some have noticed, some have seen, that I've been on TMZ a few times. And uh, people always ask, well, well, how did this go down? Do you get paid? What's the deal behind it? I don't get paid, which is fine. Um, I, I, I find it fun. I find it funny. You know, you really don't know a topic you're going to talk about until about an hour, hour and a half before. Sometimes they even change it on you. But, but it's fine. You know, you're kind of sitting there and you're waiting and then it's, it's quick go, 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 and you've got 30 seconds to kind of get in what you have to say. Now, um, this all started about six to eight months ago, I would say. I just happened to retweet um, an article that TMZ Sports put out on Lewis Hamilton selling one of his homes. And I got a DM a few hours later saying, hey, you know, we are always looking for guests on TMZ Live. Would you ever have any interest? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I mean, I don't know. We're, are people going to see it? Are people going to notice me? Probably not. Uh, besides people that, that already know me or know that I'm going to be on. Um, but, you know, it's it's fun. So today I went on and they were going to have me talk about LeBron James kind of practicing over the summer with his sons and, and not being fully healthy quite yet. And then I was like, okay, because I always – they give you a rundown of topics. And, look, I don't know what's going on in Selena Gomez's life. I sure as hell don't know what's going on in the Kardashians' life or, or what happened on The Bachelor Monday night. So – I always try to go with the sports topics. So I've I've had a couple couple bad topics to be honest with you. Um, one was about an NFL player being arrested. One was about an NFL another NFL player being arrested for running naked on drugs. Uh, another one was uh, about a shooting at a little league field. So I haven't really had too many lighthearted topics. So they switched it on me today and, and asked if I would come on and talk about Connor McGregor being in the upcoming Roadhouse remake. And I was like, yeah, that'll be great. You know, I can have some fun with that. I've seen Roadhouse, and obviously anybody listening to this knows how much JMV loves the movie Roadhouse. And, and I saw it for the first time about 10 years ago and, and, and certainly enjoyed it. I've seen it a few few times since. Um, so I go on, and, and, and you know, one of the guys is upset because they shouldn't be re- remaking Roadhouse. And, and I agree. I mean, you know, I guess it worked for Top Gun recently which I haven't seen, but, you know, I just hope it doesn't become like a Caddyshack 2. You had the cult classic in Caddyshack and then the absolute dud in Caddyshack 2. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if Conor McGregor says pain don't hurt in his Irish accent, um, if he's going to rip somebody's heart out of their throat, is he going to be the it's gonna be the blind guy playing the guitar in the band? We'll see. So uh, if you didn't see it, I, I'll, I'll hopefully have it recorded and retweeted, but. Um, I guess, I mean, get a hold of me. They always ask, you know, they kind of give a follow-up of, hey, we appreciate you coming on. If you know of anybody that would like to be on the show, we are always looking for more guests. So, uh, shit, if you want to be on TMZ, I guess shoot me a message and I'll get you squared away with it. I have a friend from high school who loved the show 
And she was like, hey, I saw you on there. I want to do that. And I was like, well, here, just all I got to do is get a hold of them. Let them know you're available. So uh, that was a lot of fun. All right, let's talk some racing. Um, I want to go back quickly to Iowa and go into Newton for that two-day event. And, you know, I talked about it on Burnout Sports and the, and the IndyCar show, it, just how great High V is. And, look, we don't normally mention sponsors that aren't spending money with us. Uh, when we talk about races on burnout, we don't mention that, you know, it's the Gallagher Grand Prix. We don't mention that it's, you know, whatever. Um, unless, you know, we'll say like the Firestone Grand Prix. It just depends. I guess maybe I'm too picky on that. But if it's, if it's you know, a random random Grand Prix, we, we usually don't mention that. But hy does such a great job. I mean, the concerts were incredible. Tim, McG- I mean, I went to an IndyCar race. I spent 48 hours in Iowa and saw four headlining acts of Tim McGraw, Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, and Florida Georgia Line. Blake Shelton and Florida Georgia Line don't really do it for me, but Tim McGraw was awesome. They were all awesome. They all sounded great. You had two awesome races. Um, Hy-Vee brought a grocery store, like a mini grocery store, to the racetrack. And didn't overcharge you for anything. It was the same price as you would see in the grocery store. Um, Gatorades were like two for four. They had submarine sandwiches. I mean, you would think maybe, okay, they'll jack it up and have a concession stand prices, but it wasn't. So, um, man, shout-out to IndyCar. Shout-out to Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. Shout-out to Iowa Speedway for for getting this track back on the schedule. Um, Joseph Newgarden dominates race one, as we kind of all knew that he would. And then... Um, race two, he's dominating again, crashes out. Glad that he's okay, and he ran this weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And then Pato Award had a great weekend as well. Um, of course, we stopped at the world's largest truck stop. I had the Pizza Hut-Taco Bell combo. Nothing makes me more happy or bloated than the Pizza Hut-Taco Bell combo. Uh, I mean, there's a movie theater in there. You can get your hair cut. There's a dentist uh, and hundreds of lot lizards that, no, I did not partake in because I know that's where you guys are going to go because I simply know my audience and I simply know uh, who I am. But um, it was, was a lot of fun in Iowa. I got to try – or actually, I brought them back. hy V had the Mountain Dew um, Spike Seltzers. So I've had the Baja Blast, which is awesome. I've had the Dark Cherry, which tastes exactly like Code Red. And if anybody knows me, Code Red is my favorite drink of all time. Uh, there's usually one in my hand when we're out at this Indianapolis Motor Speedway like this past weekend. Um, so, so shout out to High V. Great weekend it was. That set us up for a great weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and IRP. I want to first talk about IRP first and foremost. Congratulate them on what they have done with that racetrack. Um, congratulate them on what they've been able to accomplish in getting the Camping World Truck Series back uh, to the west side of Indianapolis in a race that we saw uh, a doubleheader with ARCA last Friday night. Um, you know, I've talked about this as a kid. My grandfather would always ask me, you know, hey, Friday, do you want to go sit at IRP at the truck race and, and watch practice and qualifying? Or do you want to go to the big track, go to IMS and watch cup practice? Because I think back then cup practice was was the day before the race, whether that was Friday or Saturday, depending on if the race, if the brickyard was on Saturday or if the brickyard was on Sunday. Um, so I was excited when this was put back on the schedule, and I, and I told myself I would do everything that I could in my power to promote going to this race and, and, and being out there. And um, shout out to Tanner and the gang at IRP, Lucas Oil Raceway Park. Uh, what a time I had to see the trucks back out there. It was, it, it was my favorite race as a kid besides the Indianapolis 500. Um, it was a blast. You had a doubleheader with ARCA. You had the fans were there in in bulk. I mean, 
the the bleachers were packed and then and then the traditional going up and sitting on the mound and having that was was packed as well i mean i was so happy to be a part of both of those races to be honest with you especially the truck race i hope xfinity goes out there eventually but to have the trucks back we had a battle too i mean the restart was great uh even though the two guys that i bet on um you know knocked each other out on that final restart and zane smith and john hunter nemechek but uh Grandin finger gets the win and just an absolute awesome time out at IRP. So I was certainly happy with that. I actually went back out there on Monday for the 500 um, USEX. I don't know if it's a USEX series. The 500 um, Sprint Car Series, Sprint Car Tour. Uh, it's kind of confusing if 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 USEX sanctioned with that or what. But uh, that was a great race. Got to see the midgets. Kyle Larson won the midget race um, and then was DQ'd, which is crazy. So. Kyle O'Gara, I think, was given that victory. I think he's won the first two midget races out there. So uh, Kyle's awesome. Uh, he's related to Sarah Fisher, as you know. He's a great driver. Uh, I got to catch up with Cody Swanson. Uh, Cody knows he still owes me an interview on on the podcast and on Burnout Sports. So uh, we'll we'll get Cody Swanson there. I know there's a lot of USAC and Sprint Car and, and Open Wheel fans that listen. So um, just a great time at IRP. Now to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, what we saw with the IndyCar and NASCAR doubleheader over the weekend. I mean, overall, I thought it was a great weekend from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I thought attendance was really good, uh, anywhere from sixty to seventy thousand. It's so hard to tell, you know. Any, anything that's going to be empty in the bleachers, right? Any, anything that's not the Indianapolis Five Hundred is going to look empty. But, but I certainly thought, especially Sunday, there was a really, really good crowd. Saturday was meh, uh, if I'm being totally honest. But I thought the crowd Sunday for NASCAR. Obviously, you only get that race here once a year. You only get to see the Cup drivers here once a year. Um, you know, the IndyCar race on Saturday is. You know, the same race that you could have saw back in May, just a little bit hotter. You know, overall, I just thought IMS did a great job. I mean, this this city that's proven why it's the racing capital of the world, and, and that includes IRP, and obviously that's the model for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And, and a lot of people, you know, <laughs> look, the heat does a lot. I know Saturday it was super hot. Sunday it was it was pretty much pretty much the same. But I, I would just say this: like everybody's going to bitch about something, and 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 mostly it was oh the IndyCar paddock was down a ways, and Xfinity got the garages that are normally occupied by IndyCar in the month of May, and Cup got the the former Formula One garages. But every IndyCar race you go to, even St. Pete, maybe not Toronto, but yeah, I'm I'm sure at Toronto too. But when it's a road and street course, especially a street course, there are no garages. So basically, it's it's tent setup, so to speak. So um, plus, it would have been easier for them to tear it down on Saturday after the race and cruise on out that back that back street there and go on with the rest of the weekend for IndyCar because those guys have been going hard the entire month of July. That that continued. And look, I mean, I just I thought it was a great weekend. And and but but this is the Cup weekend. This is the Cup weekend. This has always been the Brickyard Weekend, and, and as big of an IndyCar supporter and fan as I am, that's still the Brickyard Weekend. So um, can't wait for the BC39 coming up this week. We'll be, ch- we'll be checking that out as well. Um, I'll be there on Thursday, and I won't be there on Wednesday. I'm actually starting to host Ham Bones Trivia, so I'll be doing that, a little extra side hustle, side gig that I'm looking forward to uh, being a part of, so that'll be cool, but I'll definitely be out there on Thursday night. And then you got Nashville coming up this weekend. Nashville is uh, is crazy. It's uh, It's a good time. It was chaos last year. It could be probably chaos this year. Um, they've made some adjustments. 
but I still think it could be chaos. So it's going to be fun. It'll be hot down there, uh, but I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Um, did I talk about the Mountain Dew seltzers I tried? Those are incredible. They will get you in trouble. Zero sugar. They're absolutely tasty. Um, they're not here in Indiana, so I think I did talk about that when I talked about hy V earlier on. Um, Alexander Rossi's penalty. Uh, a water bottle? I mean, come on. That water. How light was that water bottle after he drank everything? Because I guarantee you he drank through whatever was in that water bottle. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I just – that was kind of a weird penalty. Either it was more s- – Severe than that, and they just said, oh, well, we're going to make you not look so bad because you guys have had enough drama over in Andretti lately. Um, and there's a lot of stuff going on with Devlin DeFrancesco as well that we'll discuss even more further down the line. But uh, Rossi got to win, and we'll see what happens in Nashville this week. It, 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 it'll definitely shake up the IndyCar points series, and I can't wait for that. Hey, I got a bike. I'm excited. You know, I haven't owned a bike since I was a kid, and I've been spending a lot more time downtown uh, riding bikes. And Brandy was like, hey. We gotta get you a bike, and I was like, okay. So, um, friend of friend of ours found me a bike, and it's a beautiful bike. It's a giant, and it's fifty bucks. So, uh, let me know where you like to ride your bike around Indianapolis, because I'm certainly looking forward to going up the Monon Trail and, and and riding downtown and such. So, uh, cannot wait for that. All right, thank you so much for the UPS store. In Fisher's UPS store off Oleo Road has everything you need for your small business to help you ship the products to where they need to go. The UPS store in Fisher's Oleo Road, just outside of Guys, right in front of the Kroger. Check out the smiling faces there. I, I think I talked about this uh, on Twitter. If you didn't follow me, um, did I, I? I'm I'm like I I'll be honest. I've recorded this in two different spots and have done some things. I, I definitely talked about High V and how awesome it was and. And the dogs got treats, yes. Um, IRP was awesome, again, to reiterate that. We're going to talk a little Colts. I think I'll see if uh, old Kevin Bowen can't join me uh, to kind of preview this Colts season. I actually got a chance to – I'll tell you these two stories from IRP last Friday. Um, We were walking through the tunnel, and Chase Briscoe was next to me. And I I like Chase Briscoe a great deal. And I said, hey, um, you know, what do you think about the Colts this year? And Matt Ryan is like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. I said – I said, I'm hoping, you know, for more Naeem Hines. And he's like, well, I want to see more Mo Alley Cox. And I've been a huge Mo Alley Cox supporter. And uh, we all know that Matt Ryan loves to go to those tight ends. So uh, I have the Colts right now at 9-7. and seven. Obviously, that can change. And, and I think early season predictions are silly because w- most teams aren't who they are right now in week 8 or week 9. And they're also better. They, they also could be worse uh, by week 8 or 9. So, um that's certainly something to look forward to, but it was cool to talk to Chase Briscoe about that. Um, he'll be running the BC39, a big Colts fan. As you know, he's from down in Mitchell, Indiana. Um, so, yeah, that'll certainly be something to look out for here over the next uh, couple of weeks as Colts camp continues on and we get ready for, I think, the Hall of Fame games coming up and preseason starts in a week or two. So um, absolutely can't wait for that. All right, be uh, be sticking tight to Burnout Sports. Going to have a lot of stuff on my Twitter as well, Tony D. Indy down in Nashville. Looking forward to having an absolute great time there. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Flooring is Forever and the UPS Store in Fishers. Have a great rest of your week, and stay dry and stay cool.